initiating startup. You're listening to the Loud and Queer podcast, Australia's only national radio show by and for queer youth. Hello everyone, you're listening to Loud and Queer on Sin Nation, Australia's only youth queer radio show. Uh, I'm Sammy, I'm pansexual, demisexual, 18, here in the studio with Laura. Hi, I'm Laura, I'm queer, uh, my pronouns are she, her, or they, them. Uh, my name is Wolfie, I'm 22, my pronouns are they, them, and I am very queer. <laughs> <laughs> nice, nice, um, and my pronouns are he, him. Uh, so coming up on today, we have a pretty packed show, but first, how was your week, everyone? Um, not great, got pretty sick, but I'm here now, I'm pretty excited about that. Well, that sound that does sound intense. <laughs> <laughs> it was a um, bit much. Well, my week was pretty busy, uh, but pretty good. Um, did quite a few things this week, and what did it you was... get up to? Ah, so I saw, I saw a performance on Tuesday called Generation Jeans by the Belarus Free Theatre Company. Oh, nice. And and then it was just oh, it was just like rehearsals and work and yeah, it's pretty good. Sounds like a good, good week. Good stuff. Good yeah. stuff. Yeah, and it was International Cat Day this week, last week. On Wednesday. Yeah, Wednesday. Yes. Amazing. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to the cats. Um, <laughs> yeah, my my week was pretty good. I I kind of lost my voice on Monday doing the hoist, which is another oh. radio show on Sin. Uh, so I was very worried, but I feel like I'm, I'm doing okay. My mum arrived from the NT this, in the early hours of this morning, and I'm very oh. coffee buzzed because I had to be awake to, to let her in. But, <laughs> but, you know, I'm here. I'm ready now. So, yeah, coming up on the show, we're going to be talking about news. We'll have some very, very different and interesting queer news stories. Uh, we're going to be talking about online dating and, and our experiences with or our lack of experiences in my case. And then we're going to be finishing on Froth or Not, as, as always. But yeah, for now, here is uh, Tear Up the House by Harvey and Zebra Katz. We're going into our news segment now, um, starting with Wolfie. All right. So first up in the news, um, Malaysia, in Malaysia... Um, there is the minister. So a few days ago, actually, a lot two weeks ago, uh, yeah, two weeks ago, there's a bit of a controversy with. Um, so there's this, there's a town in Malaysia called Malacca, and they were celebrating like I think something like fifty years of like artists that have come from there, and so they're putting up the portraits of the artists, and two of those people were queer activists. And there was a lot of um, people saying that we shouldn't um, we shouldn't put these people up because they're queer, and because Malaysia is 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 really conservative, blah blah blah. So I think, if I'm not mistaken, the portraits got taken down. However, the thing is that a few days ago there was an article published in the Star, which is the main, the biggest, one of the biggest English newspapers in Malaysia, and uh, it's it's. Yeah, so the article um, is about a statement by, um, I think it's the religious, the current uh, minister minister for religious affairs, uh, who says that discrimination against trans people in Malaysia has to stop, and that the that he is willing to speak with the trans community in order to, um, to, 
talk about their rights and the go that the government is, is considering introducing anti-discrimination policies to protect the rights of trans people in Malaysia. And the thing is, it's a big step for the trans community in Malaysia because uh, quite a few years ago, there was there was like talk about how, no, in fact, two years ago, there was talk about how um, there was a gathering of trans people and the religious police came and arrested everyone, even though some, like some of the trans people in in that meeting weren't Muslim and religious the religious police has no right to arrest a non-Muslim person. And with this new, um, so Mal the Malaysian elections happened in May and for the first time in 50 years, the opposition party, uh, the Pakatan Rakyat, got elected into power and that's why there's this whole sense of change and hope that things will change for like the queer community in Malaysia. And so far, there's been a lot of cases where um, queer activists have been involved with, um, have been brought up, brought up in the media, whether for good or bad. So it's just, it's starting to like, the our queer issues are starting to come into the limelight in Malaysia. So that's pretty good. Yeah, yeah that's amazing. Are I they, can, um, yeah. do, I'm wondering, do they have any protections in place currently? Uh, currently, no. So what has been happening is that trans people particularly like trans women in gen in yeah in general they they find it really hard to find a job so they mm -hmm. either do sex work or they all or they work in the body shop because the body shop is very inclusive and oh, okay. uh, yeah so only those two options exist and mm -hmm. a lot of them are homeless yeah yeah okay it's um, pretty interesting um Sammy, oh, was there anything else you wanted to say about that? Oh, I'm just. I hope they get past. I can go home without a, without being worried that I get. You know. Yeah, get of course. Yeah. Um, Sammy, did you have any news this week? Uh, I do, but I might finish off on mine because it, it's it's very happy. It's very, okay. We'll, we'll have cool. a have a pace to this new, mine's new a segment. Little, I guess. Mine's a little Social in between. <laughs> <laughs> um. So. Uh, the last group of Loud and Queer hosts talked about this a little bit back in June. Um, this year was the 49th anniversary of the Stonewall Riots, but I just wanted to bring up a little bit of an update on that. The New York Yankees have said they are planning commemorative events for next year's 50th anniversary <coughs> Sorry, of the Stonewall Riots after being criticised for not holding a Pride Night this year, like um, the majority of the other pro um, baseball clubs in the US. Um, the Stonewall Riots were a series of riots in Greenwich Village, Manhattan, which were the catalyst for the modern LGBTQIA plus um, rights movement in the US. They started in June 1969 and led to the first Pride marches ever to be held starting the following year. Um, the first locations were New York, LA, San Francisco, and other reason Pride is primarily held in June. Um, but on a grander scale, the state of New York is making plans to celebrate uh, the riot's golden anniversary, as um, which will be known as Stonewall 50 or World Pride next year, and I just think that's pretty exciting. Oh yeah, definitely. Um, I it's like it's that that is such a nice piece of news. I mm. mean, the Stonewall riots, like even as long as you're queer, you're somehow connected to what has come before us. Mm. 
yeah. and it's just like it's just such a beautiful thing yeah um i didn't know a whole lot about it and i was doing a bit of reading after i read this article uh this piece of news which was kind of maybe a bit of virtue signaling on the part of like the new york yankees but like i said on a grander scale it's kind of just a general celebration in manhattan which would be really exciting mm. um but yeah definitely will be interesting to see how they commemorate that mm. yeah definitely. yeah for sure uh my piece of news very very australia based it's, it's kind of more like oz music gossip but <laughs> it just made me very happy so i really wanted to talk about it nice. uh so are you familiar with the band cub sport no. One of my favourites. <laughs> nice, nice. Yeah, so Cubsport are like alt indie pop Australian band from Brisbane. Um, the Pretty much everyone in the band is, is queer. Um, and Tim and Sam, who is the lead singer, and kind of like Tim's... Um, Sam, sorry, is more like lead guitarist sometimes, keyboardist. Like just the, 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 the two like front men of the band pretty much. And, uh, yeah, they've been in a relationship and they had been wanting to get married for a long time. They'd been campaigning for marriage equality. They did a lot during the, um, the, the Yes campaign last year. And this weekend, they finally got married. Woo! That's so <laughs> cute! <laughs> yeah, and um, mm. so the fans of Cubsport, obviously, we all, we all love them and um, wanted to, like, give them a wedding present. And so this, in- this yeah, Instagram fan page called Cub- at Cubsport Stan uh, decided to have a fundraiser for minus 18 and um yeah they we they managed end up they managed to raise uh thirteen hundred dollars for australian lgbtq plus youth organizations that's so cool yeah and so i don't know it just it just made me really happy it's all just good wedding day vibes oh yeah charities getting paid did they post pictures uh, it, they've kind of been coming here and there. I was, I was like on it on the Instagram stories, like while, yeah. <laughs> um, I know they, they played more at, they played some more at, which I found very cute because mm. that's just all, all good friends. Yeah. Yeah. It was just a, this is like a very, very well-deserved happy day for, for Sam and Tim. So congrats to them. Yeah. Congratulations to them. And, yeah. uh, well done to the, the Cubsport fans out there who raised so much money for minus 18. Yeah. So, uh, in light of that, we're going to play Chasen by Cubsport. And once again, congratulations to Sam and Tim. And that was Rush Hour by Oh Boy. Featuring Morat. <laughs> oh, Yes. <laughs> And uh, you're listening to Loud and Queer, and in our next segment, we're having we're discussing online dating, specifically queer online dating. <laughs> yeah. So I just want to throw out at the top of the show here that I'm I'm gonna be like, with any audience members who who just don't do it. I've just never online dated in general, queer or otherwise. Oh, is it's there just, is there a reason? There isn't actually really a reason. I'm not like abstained to it. I think it, it's fine. It, it's cool. Even like it's just like another wonderful. Uh, benefit of like modern technology, I guess. But you know, I, I don't know. I'm just, I guess it's, I'm just a person that doesn't really like seek relationships or, um, or like look to date. So it just, it never has been something I'm interested in. But mm. I'll, a lot of my housemates do have Tinder and they'll like, I'll, I'll just be like sitting around them and they'll be on it just like casually going through people. And um, it, it's very entertaining to, like, watch and, like, talk about, like, oh, this person has a weird bio. Like, oh, they listen to Blink-182. What? Like, um, Swipe right on that. Is that me? 
I um, so I so I was on Tinder this morning and I saw the funniest bio. It was like well, talk should get hit. <laughs> just, that was just it. That's it. Yeah, I don't know. I like what's uh Sorry, can you just say that again? I did not catch it. Is that it? No, no, no. Oh, so what was, was the funny it was, bio? It was, it was talk oh, shit a... and get talk shit get hit. Oh, fantastic. Please proceed. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Jay, the producer. <laughs> um, so, okay, I want to, like, so Sammy's completely new to this. Wolfie, what's your experience with Tinder? Oh, it's... Are you, like, expert level... Uh, probably mm. like moderate. So moderate. Okay, okay, so for a while, like I was like super desperate, and that's how I met my ex. I was like, <laughs> okay, so I was like, it went through like a bad relationship. Then I was like, I'm such a mess. Let's go on Tinder. <laughs> <laughs> so then I met. And get I, worse. I, yeah, yeah. So then I was like, I met my. I was like matched with my ex, and I mean like. Oh no. <laughs> so I matched with. Uh, the person, yeah, so, like, after the previous relationship matched with a different person, and I was, like, I was, like, hi, just then, you know, I came up from a bad relationship, and that was apparently my first line to them, and they were, like, so then we dated for a while, um, and then we broke up, still friends, but then it's, like, so then I go on, like, after that breakup, I was, like, Tinder every day, 24-7, um, so yeah, there's that. And the th- funny thing is about like online dating when you're a person of color is that you don't get a lot of matches and it's just it could be and like I feel that it's because um they people assume that you don't speak English or you speak don't speak English well, so they they find they they just don't want to date you or talk to you. And um and I, cause I do that, like I do that too with like when I see like another person of color, like I know I shouldn't, but it's like, you kind of like, do they speak English? Can I communicate with them? But like it's just, it's a really bad thing. But yeah, like that people like do based off like race, and I'm trying to change that. So like, yeah, so is that's, it that's like? A thing, do you yeah. think it's that people can't be butlered? Like, yeah, trying? I think it's I think it's to do with like a cultural difference as well because mm-hmm. um I find that. It's kind of hard to date. I mean, it's like they might be scared of like dating people from another culture because like either because they're scared of offending them in mm. some way or because they just want to stick to what they know. Yeah. And there actually is a difference in um, dating culture between like between like Asian societies and um, the West Western like white Australian societies because like I feel that in terms of like relationships. Um, having having dated like talk to friends who have dated like white people and like people of color they find that um there's like the different love languages you know like how um like asian people in particular like like we show affection through like being like have you eaten like have you had food yet we'll bring you food if and like just like super like (laughs) like like that but like why like my experiences with like dating white people it's like it's like, uh, well, it's like, how is your day? That's good. Um, yeah. Uh, and we just, like, talk about other things other than, like, have you eaten yet? <laughs> you know? yeah. yeah, I think, um, and then there's, like, the other end of that I hear a bit. Um, you were kind of talking about before is when, like, instead of being avoided, like, people of color just get fetishized. Oh, yeah, And yeah. then you're just like, which which one is it going to be today? <laughs> oh, yeah, definitely. Like, you know, those... Uh, 
those people. Or, or, or there are people who are like, I know on like Grindr particularly, they're like, no curries and no rice. What? Just, yeah. Have you never seen that? No, it's I've never no. been on Grindr. Grindr's a wild place. Like, it's not really for me, you know? Oh, yeah, true. I've watched more, like, one of my friends on it. Um, won't name names, but um, he was visiting Melbourne for a week and got on Grindr and... Uh, we didn't have anything to do that night and we we're just like hanging around my house and then he found some guy that was only like around the corner from me to go like have a quickie with <laughs> for like an hour then just came back <laughs> and I thought okay game and a chill <laughs> yeah, like, it's like how, how do they do that I mean oh, I like do you trust someone that much to just go yeah and like throwing it back to like the the queer stereotypes we were talking about last week <laughs> when we were saying like lesbians take a long damn time <laughs> for anyone to make a move like like something that casual would take about seven weeks <laughs> oh, that's so true <laughs> it'd be like so you want to go get coffee uh okay what does coffee mean oh I don't know I gotta go ask my like 10 other lesbian friends <laughs> really I mean it's like I mean not, it's like that is so true, but then it's like when you do like know someone, it gets super intense, and you just like jump into things straight away. Mm, yeah, yeah. So it's it's like that spectrum again. It's either like one end or the other. There's no in between. <laughs> it's literally a meme. Oh my gosh! So have you guys been on some particularly bad dates? Is the question. Um, I went on one. I haven't been on many, but I went on one where this girl about ten minutes in was like, so. I'm looking for a girlfriend, and I was like, we just met to get coffee, <laughs> but you do you, I'm just here for a fun time, because I, I moved to Melbourne like six months ago, and I kind of just thought Tinder would be a great way to like meet people, but also like meet people, wink, you know, oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so then I was just like... <laughs> <laughs> Okay, Jay, the producer can't, can't stop laughing at me. It's like breaking my concentration. Wink. But <laughs> real wink. Um, <laughs> so that was like a cute thing for a while. And, and there are definitely a lot of those um, women that are just all in it for, you know, the long haul, the U-Haul. <laughs> <I mean. laughs> um, but yeah, that's uh, most of my experience have just been people being really intense or just ghosting the fuck. Oh yeah, it's just ghosting the heck out of like everything. So, <laughs> yeah. Um, on the other end of that, um, my best friend found my uh, my ex on Tinder. Oh. Matched with my ex, and then uh, my ex pretended to know to not know who she was. So then, kind of just messed with them a little bit, mm. like, um. They oh, she had like a drawing on her arm, like someone had drawn. Um, a phallic symbol on her arm at a party yeah. while drunk and uh, my ex was like wow that's a really amazing tattoo you have <laughs> and my best friend was like yeah obviously it was it was really painful but I'm glad I went through with it <laughs> my ex was like yeah that's so cool <laughs> um, and then she also found uh, her brother um, on Grindr <laughs> through, through a friend and then her brother on someone else's Tinder picture so just just for reference what straight people get out of tinder <laughs> it's pretty interesting um but yeah I, I do think like 
the funny thing about what I've experienced on Tinder was like, um, like you have to really like mark on your profile if you're gay. Like oh, people will yeah. post like the like they'll have pictures of them at Pride or they'll have like a little like the That's two true. girls holding hands emoji or two guys, and then like you just get a lot of people that are like a couple looking for a threesome. Oh my gosh! And I'm like I, I don't want to have a threesome with you and your boyfriend. Sorry. Like, <laughs> the, actually, the language that they word it is really interesting because it's the girl being like, "Oh, I'm looking to surprise my boyfriend," or like. As a birthday present for my boyfriend, so you just feel like an object. Like I mean, yeah. like uh, not not shaming people who are into theaters, no, into cool. threesomes, but like, but they're trying to be like those couples really, though. Like, yeah. it's just yeah. it's fine, but there are too many of them. Yeah, and I'm like, I'm many. not here for that. And I'm like, is there a way I could filter that out? <laughs> yeah, or they try and trap you by like just posting like one picture of only one of them. Oh, okay, we've well, been okay. trapped. Trapping sounds scary. Oh, that sounds. <laughs> Oh, boy. Um, but, yeah. Um, also, so, okay, so, like, I had a particularly bad bad experience with dates. And ooh. they seem, so, like, there is, um, there's, like, people who, like, you talk to and you think they're really keen. But then, like, you try and get up. They're, like, okay, let's meet up. And then they don't ever appear. Mm. Or, like, they're, like... They, you try get a try and get a double confirmation from them, and then like they appear and you're not there, and they're like, "Where are you?" And I was like, "I asked you, and you didn't say anything." <laughs> it's PTV's fault. <laughs> I can't yeah, get that. yeah. Um, yeah. Something I also thought was cool was there's like, um, I don't know how recent this is, but there's like a gender queer option, like instead of saying male or female. It's, like, genderqueer or, like, non-binary or something. Oh, yeah, which I was yeah. Cool. And a lot more people lately, I've noticed, have that on their profile. So that mm. was, like, pretty interesting. Um, but, yeah. Um, Sammy, what do you reckon? Do you think you're going to try out yeah. <laughs> Tinder well, now? I don't know. If, if I really have just some, some spare time to kill, I'll probably make an account just to go through profiles. I don't think I'd actually ever organise a date on it. But I think most you know. people just do it for a laugh. Yeah, just yeah. that just that dopamine rush of getting a match. Yeah. Anyway, I think we should listen to some songs now. Um, this is All My Ways by Julian Wah. You're listening to Loud and Queer on Sin Nation. You're listening to Loud and Queer on Sin Nation. That song you just heard was Slip Away by Perfume Genius. And before that was All My Ways by Julian Wah. A very short but very sweet song. Uh, today we are f- finishing off the uh, the show with Froth or Not. Um this week I've been listening to a bunch of podcasts. Um, my favorite one has been Dissect, which is a, um, which breaks down the concept and background behind iconic like rap albums. And so far they've covered To Pimp a Butterfly by Kendrick Lamar, Blonde by Frank Ocean, and One by Kanye, which I don't really care about or know the name of. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Throwing some shade. Yeah, but... <laughs> anyway, uh... I'm only a couple of episodes in, but it really, like, dives deep into, like, the creation of the albums and the artist experiences which brought it about, and it's really interesting for me as, like, a creative person to see how, like, such talented people, like, work to make these masterpieces, because I kind of see Frank Ocean and Kendrick Lamar as, like, these freaking geniuses and, like, love them a lot, so that's been really cool and would recommend that, but another one I've been frothing for, like, the last six months is called Nancy. And it's, like, this really good podcast um, by these two people, Kathy 
and Tobin and they kind of just like tell queer stories and that's a real great one so definitely listen to that uh what have you guys been frothing this week you can go first yeah i can go first yeah. cool uh my froth my froth has like is happening right now if that makes sense because i um my my friend a very amazing person uh is a drag queen they go by stone uh she's been performing for a year now it's her year anniversary today oh wow mm, and nice. yeah um they're just like having a very very casual like celebration with all their friends that's been happening all day today so i was there in the morning helping set up and oh, i came cool. to do this hang out here and i'm probably gonna go right back to it and so it was sweet. just yeah it, it was just a really wholesome time setting up and stuff and um you know they i'm pretty proud of them as well because it uh they're indigenous as well so it's a very very hard like kind of door to get your foot into if that makes mm. sense mm. um the the drag scene is very competitive in melbourne and oh. and they've already like managed to to do a few shows play at baby drag a few times so doing doing very good things very quickly and oh, it's cool. like you know it it's a i would i'd say the hardest the first year of like a creative endeavor that you're trying to make a career is probably the hardest yeah and yeah she's made it through so are they um gonna do any performances today uh yeah but again sorry everyone it's not it's just like a small casual thing with friends but performances tonight um their instagram is at stone underscore motherless cold so hopefully mm. some footage will be up nice. if not just check it out they they do very cool club kid looks mm, that's and exciting. yeah mm, solid yeah. times mm, oh well that one that sounds good yeah we'll check that out um i so my froth i guess is more of a personal achievement i guess um <clears throat> i found out this week i could bench 40 kilograms <clears throat> Ooh, nice. yeah, <laughs> yeah. you can almost bench me that's insane you should try it <laughs> <laughs> but yeah i go to uh been going to the gym with uh with my my good friend adi and uh yeah so bench 40 kilos um but yeah that's about it otherwise i have a bit of a funny story if there is time yeah go for it go yeah for it. okay so so i went to uh this gender lecture with with a friend that i made in the my history of sexuality class <laughs> and so i decided to follow this friend to the lecture and halfway during the lecture it so it was a, it was a lecture about masculinity and it's run by these two sweet old ladies, these two lecturers, and they're just so sweet and old. And they're, like, a bit eccentric as well. So they use memes. Like, this lecturer, she uses memes <laughs> in, the, in the lecture. Uh, but the th funny thing was that when she, in order to log into a computer, she wanted to show us a video, right? So she logged into a computer, and she, in order to log in, she has to, like, type in an email address, and it has, like... Uni email addresses generally have edu at the end, so she typed in. She typed instead of typing edu, she typed du, and then she pressed enter, and it was wrong. And she was like, "Oh, well, that's a bit weird." And she backspaced, and she typed du again, and she just pressed enter. And she's like, "System's a bit weird today." <laughs> and she kept on. She did that like another time, and then she's like, "Oh, I know what's my mistake." She went back, and she finally like typed edu in and then like she had to like log in a second time into her email so she was like 
She typed her her email address halfway, and then she decided to backspace halfway. So it was like half the email email address <laughs> there, and then she's just like typed the full email address from there, and she just pressed enter. And it was oh, like, sweet lady! It's just so cute because like she uses memes, but she's not really good with the uni computer. Um. Oh, wow! Yeah, yeah, one of my uh, one of my tutors like, um, his his laptop keeps like closing and then that closes <laughs> off like the whole like projector system and then he's like how do I stop doing this and we're all sitting there like you could put your like um sleep timer on for more than 30 seconds and he's like what <laughs> <laughs> and then like sits there drinking a whiskey in the morning so oh, we're like wow. what okay why are you doing these things like we're all, <laughs> we're all hoping it's iced tea but you, like it's in this cute little like whiskey glass and you just never know anyway oh, that's so <laughs> I'm cute. a bit done with that I'm a bit knotting that but anyway <laughs> <laughs> so yeah I, I love um well yeah i love tech tech stuff up at uni it's so funny because you, you uh, it just it's so hard to get there to get where you are at a university you feel very privileged and then someone comes in someone who is who is meant to be teaching you and it's like how do you use a computer? Yeah. Well, um, these people have doctorates and then they're like, I have no time to learn how to use a computer. And I'm like, this is your whole job. Exactly. This is your, this is your whole living that like, relies on you being able to use a laptop. My favorite one is um, when, you're on, when you're watching a lecture online that's been recorded and there's tech stuff ups in it. Like, cool, this is just there forever now. Like, <laughs> Lecturers have slides from that are three years old. Oh and they, yeah! They, every single time they're like, "Oh yeah, I forgot to fix that spelling mistake that I wrote <laughs> three, years. three years ago, and I knew it was there this whole time." And I just, you know, I don't have time. <laughs> well, yeah. I mean, shout out to universities. Shout out to the education system. Very yeah. important. <laughs> um, oh, that's good. I guess uh, should we play some oh, Angel yes. Hayes? Now? Yeah. <laughs> Sorry about that. Right. Yeah, this is Brooklyn by Angel Hayes. You're listening to Loud and Queer on Sin Nation. <laughs> Hello, everyone. You're listening to Loud and Queer on Sin Nation. I am Sammy in the studio with Wolfie and Laura. And uh, yeah, that, that's been the show pretty much. Yeah. Uh, we we had some some wonderful and not so wonderful news. Pretty good. Um, Mostly good news for yeah. once. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I talked about Cub Sport, just just getting married, having their fans doing some good things for my S18. Uh, I talked about how it's the 50th anniversary of the... Oh, what are they even called? Stonewall. <laughs> the Stonewall riots. riots, thank you. Um, next year, and how the state of New York's going to have a huge celebration, which I kind of want to fly there for two days just to go to that. But yeah, mm. that's pretty amazing. And uh, I talked about how um, how there is some progress being made in terms of trans rights in Malaysia, and uh, how the government is actually seriously considering um, implementing passing laws that will make uh, discrimination against trans people illegal. Mm, good stuff. Um, then we talked about online dating, oh, yeah. mainly <laughs> Tinder, <laughs> um, and the like frustrations and funny stories that kind of come along with queer online dating. Uh, and then we had Froth or Not, and I talked about um, some pretty cool podcasts like Dissect and Nancy. You threw out the very controversial opinion that Kendrick Lamar is good with his <laughs> pulsar. <laughs> Pardon? <laughs> Do you want to fight? <laughs> 
Uh, I also threw out the very controversial opinion that Kanye is not good, and I stand by it. Thank you, and goodbye. <laughs> I'm crying. <laughs> and, oh, and, uh, and I talked about... <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I talked about... I talked about um, how I benched 40 kg kilograms. And, um, and, and I told this funny story about how, how this lecturer and... I computer difficulties, you know, being broadcasted towards the whole class. It was a massive classroom too, and the screens were like it was these two massive screens. I was nice. just happening. There. Everyone loves an incompetent baby boomer. <laughs> um, <laughs> so that's been uh, the week. And it's been the show. It's been yeah. the show. And Sammy has talked about. Oh uh, yeah, I yeah. Um, shout out to Stone underscore Motherless Cold on Instagram. A uh, good friend of mine. She's oh, yeah. done a full year of drag. And we'll continue to do great things. Keep mm. keep an eye out for her. Amazing. Oh, yeah. So uh, thanks, everyone, for listening. You can follow us on Twitter at SinLoud, on the Facebook group, the Sin Nation Loud and Queer Community Cafeteria, and check out our podcast online. Um, coming up, we have Talking Gender Dysphoria Blues by Axis of Awesome. Thanks, and bye. You can tune in to hear Loud and Queer streaming live on SinNation at sin.org.au or on digital radio every Sunday from 4pm Australian Eastern Standard Time or 2pm if you're on the West Coast. Our podcast music is by Accident. You can find more of their music on Bandcamp. You can find more of our episodes on Omni, Stitcher and iTunes and on Twitter at SinLoud. Loud and Queer is produced on the stolen land of the Wurundjeri people of the Kulin Nation, whose sovereignty was never ceded. (laughs) 